Welcome to Leaf Talk. It's me, Justin Bourne, joined by a wayward hitchhiker that I have contracted <laughs> out to be with me tonight. Look at that duster. How's it going, Sammy? Oh, I'm great, bro. I'm great. It's Thank not you. Bad. You know, it kind of works for you. I don't hate the mustache. Thank you. I'm uh, really happy about it right now. I had to meet my wife halfway. She doesn't think I'm a good looking person when I go down to the wood. So I met her halfway. So I kept the upper lip covered, but I wanted to get the chin exposed. My beard was out of control. It was bothering me. So yeah. I decided to take it off. So we it's met halfway. It's just hard to imagine a scenario where a woman sees you and Prefers says, that's this? better than whatever <laughs> the other. <laughs> Listen, you're you're a handsome guy. You got a, a lot you. of looks. I don't know if Thank that's you. the top one or two, but. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I'm not going to do a goatee. I'm not going to do a chin tee. I'm not going to do mutton chops. So yeah. like my options, I'm just, I've just gone to the mustache. So I could do uh, a mean duster. We might have to do a duster show at some time. Yeah, do yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, you're handsome enough. You could pull up a duster. No, 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 no. It was a thin, small crowd. You're, you're doing pretty darn good there, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. So the Leafs win three, nothing over the Columbus blue jackets. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you're deeper in the playoffs and important games, you say stuff like, yeah, but this isn't game 53 against Columbus or something because that's how unimportant these throwaway games. That, to me, that was a tough watch tonight, Sammy. Uh, yeah, the attention was incredibly hard to keep, I would say. Uh, well, John just... Tory was announcing his resignation. <laughs> oh, yeah, that press conference was 10 times more compelling than any moment of this Leaf game tonight. Let's just say that. Uh, listen, they took care of business. I right. think it was a theme that we chatted about today on Real Kipper and Born in terms of them going into these games and them having the tendency to crap the bed against these sort of teams. Yeah. And they came out of a long break and they played way better than Columbus and treated them like an AHL team that they totally. look like. So I'm, I'm going to give them credit for that. Nice to see Tavares get some points. So yeah, like they easily could have dogged this first road game after how long have they been off? A week and a week and three days, like forever. It's... And then after this, they play once in the next eight days, or after tomorrow so, night. So yeah, they play. They play tomorrow against this team again. Wednesday, Chicago, thrilling. Following Saturday, Habs. Like, yeah. good luck. We gotta come up with some narratives, pal. Because boy, oh boy, like. <laughs> well, you know what is hard though is it's gonna be hard to assess the team as you head yes. towards the trade deadline. It's when your most average players thrive is when you're playing teams like Columbus and. You know, Engvall looked really good tonight, you yes. know, and I don't know that that's always the case when you see Boston and Tampa Bay and those sorts of teams. But all I know is the the moment that defined the night. First off, I can't believe you let me just have my laundry in the background. Oh, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice. Second, though, I, I the, the moment that defined how that game went tonight for me was Corpusalo stopping a breakaway in the third period and just being like, what are we doing? Like, that's like the 10th breakaway I've had to stop. Help. Columbus was just awful. So you talked about, uh, with Portsline today, about how, like, he's kind of preventing their tank. If that yeah. was a if that was a bad goalie, that's a 9 nothing game. The yeah. amount of grade-A chances that they had, the breakaways, the odd man rushes, he was scrambling around. He was swimming around, no doubt. But, like, he kept the puck out of the net on a lot of chances. So, yeah, yeah like, if we can... Focus in now, I guess, on Columbus. Uh, did John? What number does Johnny Gaudreau wear? Thirteen, I believe. Is it okay? Okay. And they just turn it over. How much did they pay him? <laughs> Several millions. Is Nine he, per. Did he like? Did 
uh, did Gordon Miller call his name tonight? I I don't know. I don't know if he called his name aside from a turnover. And I think I know where you're going next, which is uh, Line, Patrick Line, roll so, call. I don't understand. Like, I know, God, it's got to be hard to get up for these games if you're these guys who are cajillionaires. And it's like, yeah, I am rich no matter the outcome of this game. And I'd like to play golf this summer. So maybe I'm not going to play as hard as I possibly can. But like, I mean, have a bit of like pride, man. Like, Line was awful. Line this, guy, this guy used to be a premier sniper guy that created off the rush. What did he score? 44 goals yeah, as like, a 21-year-old? He was unbelievable his first couple of years. And he just is not noticeable. It just seems like his level is low. How many toe drags did he tried tonight that just got immediately poke checked? My, our boy Anthony Petrelli was texting me being like, yeah. how, many po- how many toe drags is Line A going to do tonight? Ken well, and there's almost tonight? this thing that happens, I think, when you're on a bad team and you don't think that anyone's real great around you, is you call your own number, right? You're like, I'll just have to do this myself because there's a, a chance in the third period where Columbus got a break and uh, Oliv- Matthew Olivier had the chance and shot mm. it, you know, into a nice save by Samsonov. But mm. it's like, you know, that's not Braden Point. And, you know, when it comes down to it, just the chances that that team was just... I don't know, so, not a whole lot there for him. And, but you mentioned they did get the job done. I thought Willie was really good tonight. Probably yeah. could add four or five. Yeah, he was really good tonight. And I think it's nice to see a guy that, I don't know what any of these guys did on their break. I didn't see any, did you see any posts from Willie Nylander? I'm not sure. Yeah, he had one series of posts and that he was either in Toronto or New York. or I probably okay. think it was Toronto. He was just like hanging with his dog on the beach. Oh, nice. So it's it's nice that one of the guys that you would, I wouldn't say be worried about coming out of a break, but a guy that you would necessarily consider to be one of the guys that um, may take the break and enjoy it a bit more, to have him come out and be shot out of a cannon is an awesome awesome positive sign for just him as a hockey player to me. Yeah. Like, this is such a vintage game where, you know, last year or two years ago, he would be an absolute dog and we'd be like, oh, Willie really enjoyed the break. And yeah. he just was his consistent self again, right? Like Break, just fast. Breakaways, dangling yeah. guys. T- you know, he really should have put a bunch home tonight. So, yeah, you're right. That is sort of all a part of the development of Nylander is being there so consistently. Um, uh, so I just, wanted, I just wanted to mention that I said that they look like uh, an AHL team. They yeah. look like an AHL team before they stepped on the ice with those jerseys. Like, is that, are those the Lake Erie monsters that are coming out of there? Those jerseys are horrendous. Yeah. They are so bad. Like, the jackets in general have a pretty bad group of sweaters. But, like, their home normal ones are okay. Like, they're not terrible. But those ones look like a legitimate Walmart knockoff. And you yeah. come out, you're the worst team in the league. You look like that. Like, they were you know, the worst part they is you've been handed there. red, white, and blue. I know. Like, Montreal Canadiens, New York Rangers, like other teams do big things if you're going to go yes. red, white, and blue. I know. Yeah, no, that so, ain't exactly it. So what would you think of uh, the guy that everybody is hot to trot to trade a first-round pick for in uh, Gavrikov? You know, I actually am glad you brought this up because I heard mm-hmm. some of your comments before the game. <laughs> uh, or, or, sorry, at intermission. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I wouldn't say I loved him. you didn't like him at all well i i thought a lot of the leafs listen the jackets rot like they are 10 out of 10 bad so i'm not gonna say 
that him coming over to a better system, better coaching, better players around him, he couldn't be a fit. Yeah. But like a lot of the times they were hemmed in. Old yeah. four was chugging behind the net there, trying to dig a puck out. So I, yeah. I, I didn't think it was a positive performance for if he's no, scouting. I, I would say, you know, two different angles on it. Like one is that I thought he played bad, but the other thing is that I can see that he is big and he mm -hmm. skates pretty he's well. Very big. Yeah. And he skates pretty well. And in the process of taking penalties, he demonstrated a little something that you want here in Toronto. And so, oh God. are you, you know, his agent? So, <laughs> no, but there, there was pieces of me that was like, I recognize that guy had a dog of a game. Yes. I also could see why he would be appealing to the Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, assuming he makes some better decisions, which it sounds like from talking to Portsline today, he typically yeah. does make better decisions. He called him a, what do you call him? A polished pro or a yeah, yeah. something like that. But he, he it kind of reminded me of, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but when the Leafs, there was all the rumors about Severson from the Devils. Yeah. And then they played against the Leafs a couple times in a row and he that had dunk. two of the worst games of <laughs> anybody's life. Like he, I'm pretty sure he put one in his own net. There was, was a two on one where he just yes. like abandoned defending. Yes. Just yes. left. And everyone's like, oh, this is the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, listen, I like the idea of Gavrikov, and I'm not a professional scout. I'm not pouring over the tape. I'm not at every single one of his games. I'm not the guy that's looking at it. But First impression from, wasn't, wow. From the couch, you know, with a glass of wine watching the game, I probably wasn't like, this guy is jumping off the page to me here, I wouldn't yeah, say. He's, he's going to fix the issues here in yeah. Toronto. I think the ultimate taking the Toronto Maple Leafs for granted moment of our podcast tonight mm. is making it this far into it, not mentioning Mitch Marner and John Tavares. Love Marner, it. I mean, the vision that he demonstrated on two goals tonight was maybe McDavid sees it. So do know, we, ha do we have that goal? Do we have that goal, sis? The first one that the they first scored? first one at Tavares. Like, that's elite, elite vision. You you tweeted <laughs> the screenshot of, like, it's Marner in the slot with no one around him to shoot. It's Willie cocked it open for a one tee, and it's the other guy who gets the pill. Like, he is absolutely... Like, look at this defensive coverage, though. Like, let's just leave him open. Oh, not even that here. That Riley walking the line's nice, too, by the way. But when he comes here, like, where is everybody? That's you. You could ask yourself that so many times about Columbus tonight. Where are your people? Like the one there uh, where Bunting had an open net and didn't shoot it. Marner had an open net and didn't shoot it. I was watching their players like pick someone, grab a guy. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's just why the Leafs are good and the Columbus Blue Jackets are bad because they have three. And I mean, they don't even have their best guy, but yeah. they have three unbelievably elite NHL players now. Like Willie is talked himself he's in the elite in the league look at that pass and that I finish know. is no slouch either to be able to depth touch yeah depth touch upstairs but like they just have these guys that go when you're going up against a borderline ahl team it's just not a fair fight like well, it's how many not, and, and you don't if you're the Leafs, you don't need to outplay them no you, you just if you get the same amount of chances as them your elite mm -hmm. players are going to convert a couple they don't like you need to not get outplayed sure but by mm -hmm. and large, yeah. And then the the drop pass to Tavares, no look in traffic, you know, to know where Tavares had basically stopped. These are two of the goals tonight that Tavares scored that he probably doesn't score on, you know, without being on Marner's line. Like yes. his numbers look different at the end of the year because he played with Willie all year. Willie's a great player, but 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't see it like this. No, and the thing with Tavares that we always talk about is just how in the one of one he is and the hash marks down. Like yeah. he is, there are few men on planet earth that are as lethal at that as he is when he gets in that area. And Marner always, remember that stat that you had that the, the passes to the slot. Yeah. Marner is like, first or second in the yeah, league. Like yeah. he, he passed the puck to the slot so well. And John Tavares near the slot. It's a yeah. very, very good combination. So be interested yeah. to see what they do when Matthews comes back, if they stick with that. But like, yeah, that, that line playing together tonight must just be such a nice, you know, these guys have to go through these grinds and play these like hard teams. Yeah. And even at like the elite level, it must be nice just to know there's a point night coming up. I actually, like, yeah. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. Uh, let's say I, I was going to see if I could find it, but it might be a little bit of a hassle. So I had Sportsnet stats send me something a while ago because I was uh, on time spent leading, time mm. spent tied, and time spent trailing on the season. Because I have a theory that, like, if you play enough games like this where you're leading, it's it's not the same stress on your body as Absolutely it is not. when you're chasing the game or you're tied. Like, there's a relaxation. Um, and you, you can get through games. If you get a lead early in a couple of games, you can get through a couple of games where it doesn't feel like you've been through the ringer. I, I don't, you know, they didn't get a big lead early, but I'm pretty sure they felt comfortable for 50 minutes tonight after that first Tavares goal. Yeah, at one point the shots were like twenty-seven to eleven. Like they right. so towards you the end of, relax. Yeah. Towards the end of that second period, I think they got a power play. They got a few shots on it. They kind of had some momentum, but it was never really a game. I will say that uh, I guess we should probably another. We've gotten fifteen or sixteen minutes into this, and we oh, haven't really? mentioned the goaltender getting a shutout. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it was the highest stress evening for him, but I think he did end up making maybe four or five really nice saves. For sure. There was a nice uh, blocker save off the rush. I'm not sure who it was on, but like, this is a nice, you know, like we talked about, I don't know what game it was that he had, where it was a nice starting goalie win where you yeah. just put, you put your starter in there against a crappy team. He makes a few good saves for you. He's solid. He's not swimming around in the net and he just looked like an NHL starting goalie. And that's exactly what the Leafs need. Like yeah. that's my only real takeaway on it. And really encouraging too. I think coming out of the break, Samsonov is another guy who let's be honest, his reputation was that off the ice was an issue in, in yeah. Washington. And maybe it was not working out enough. Maybe it was hanging out with Kuznetsov and the boys running deep <laughs> into the night, whatever it was, <laughs> Yes. you know, he, this guy came out of the break and looked sharp. He looked great, you know, not too active, pretty patient. So yeah. Encouraging stuff for the league. Yeah. Keith, Keith mentioned it, uh, yesterday that he was on the ice, I think two days early or maybe on Wednesday or whatever. And oh, really, you're allowed to do that as long as there's no coaches around. Yeah, yeah. That's what they were talking about, which is Sounds so... like captain's practices in university. That's a thing. It's weird. God, it's so stupid, these rules. It's like, you know, it's... Anyways, I don't need to get into the ins and outs of the CBA and these rules about, like, practicing. It's like, oh, the hockey players can't go on the ice in the middle of an NHL season with their coach around. It's like, I know. oh, my God, yeah. those monsters. It's like, oh, they flew out an hour early? Hundred grand. It's just these, these things they have are so stupid, but... I think that speaks to it. The fact that he's on the ice, he's on the ice during the bye week and he's coming out, he's looking sharp. Like I'm, I was impressed with that start and I'm interested to see what they're going to get from Wall tomorrow. Well, yeah, it's gotta be Wool, right? Well, I think (laughs) you're playing so little hockey and you've been off for a week. I think if there was ever a time you were going to go with your starter back to back, it could be this, but at the same time, 
he blows out his knee in that game tomorrow, you never ever forgive yourself ever. So that you probably just such an easy chance if you want to get wool games and reward him for his season. And frankly, you don't know what you got in Murray right now. No. Like you want to have some sense that wool can go in and at least if you play well enough, he can get you the win. Um, you know, that seems like the game to do it. And then what's the schedule after this? It's Chicago, Montreal, Chicago, I think. It goes, no, I think it's, no, is it two Chicago's? I hope not. I, no, I think it's, it goes Munch, it goes Columbus today, and then Chicago, Montreal, and then I want to say Buffalo on the 21st. Is okay. that, am I too far ahead here? I don't know. It's a bunch of bad teams. Yeah. So this month is Everyone's going to get some go. And which I, they like, you know, they're, they are settled in their spot. Like, you know where they're going to be. They're going to be playing Tampa in the first round. But this is an important stretch to stay in the home ice advantage spot. Yeah. And listen, like, you could go on a four or five or six game rip. Boston drops a couple, and then they're starting to think about it a little bit. Like, they're not going to catch them, but at least make them think about you for a week. Yeah. Like, at, least, at least be like, oh, my God, they're getting hot. Like, maybe they are going to catch us. At least make them think. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, all you do control the, uh, you know, what Jaron Tavares come on our show and say, you just control. Uh, I, we he control. Said, he said a lot of things. That was the, the comment that I called that he would say when I asked him a question. Yes, he did yes. say directly. Um, so, yeah, I think the issue then is going to be how do you spread around the starts? Because you want Samsonov to stay busy. You want to get Wool in. You're going to get Murray in back when he's able to. Who knows so, when that is? Yeah, so you're going to get three guys in that probably over the next two weeks. So, I don't know. So, I have a couple th- I have a couple uh, tweets that I sent out, and yep. I asked for a couple things. Um, this one is from a guy with a Columbus Blue Jackets avatar on his Twitter, which is just tough bounce, buddy. He said, thanks, Sam. Long-time caller, first-time listener. Great oh. line, by the way. Love that. Uh, the reverse of usual. I respect that comedy. Yep. When Bedard plays for the Jackets next year, should be on a line uh, with Line A and Johnny Hockey? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. No, because <laughs> those guys are going to drag him down. <laughs> put him with no, a couple of motivated honestly, bodies, will you? Like, like, put him with no, two non-rich guys. Like, yeah. those guys like, I, like, I don't want to like crap on these guys, but that was... Hey, that was pretty bad, man. Let's 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 talk about Leafs talk. Leafs talk is different than real Kipper and Bourne. No one. We, this is all. We're all just a you know circle of trust here. There's some guys you can't pay. Yeah. You know where you just say I you can't give certain guys a ton of money or term or whatever. You're not going to get the same player as when they're super motivated. Yes. I'm not saying that's the case with Line A mm. or Goudreau. I'm not saying it, but maybe. But maybe, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like that was not pretty, buddy. Like I, I was shocked. Like you at least expect Gaudreau to pop. Like the guy yeah. was. How many points did he have last year? One hundred and ten. What did he score in the All Star game? He yeah, scored like, every time he touched the puck in the All Star game. So yeah. Uh, what else do I get here? This is from Jonathan. Not going to pronounce your last name. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, Zigmunt. Zigmunt. And we covered this on uh, Real Kipper on Board, but he said, which U.S. team would you like to see Bedard go to? And we agreed on Columbus. Columbus is our team. They need it. Bad. They need it. One playoff round they've won in 23 years. The glory year. The glory year, as they call it. (laughs) And, I mean, they still sell games out. That that place deserves it. Eastern time zone. They get to play 
you know, New York Rangers and the Capitals and all these teams that the NHL wants him to play. So I love Lumbus. So uh, this one's from Thomas Lund. He said, this game reminded me of when a triple A team would play an A team. And I agree. There's just no comparison. You know what's so brutal, though, is I'm watching it and I'm going, if you're on Columbus, what can you do to stop the Globetrotters? Like, one man is not, and maybe that's the Gaudreau liney, liney thing, is like, yeah. what do you want me to do here, Bourne? Like, yeah. I'm standing on my wing. Those guys are running around. I, you know, like, what? Do you, how do we stop this? So Dig in. Dig in, man. Like, it's going to be a long haul. Make it to summer. And last one, well, before we go here, from This Team is Haunted on Twitter, which is very appropriate. About the Leafs, I assume? Yes. Yes. He says, does Kipper think that five times five is going to be enough for his favorite player, Pierre Engvall, to sign? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> gross. So I don't know. Is, Kipper's is... eating warm olives at a bar somewhere. <laughs> He's not thinking about Engvall. Oh. Over under minutes, Kipper watches this game. I'm setting the number at yeah. 0.5. Yeah. Any uh, takes you get on real Kipper and Bourne on Monday are straight out of Saturday. 100%. So, uh, yeah, it's the Super Bowl this week, and I said it. I know I'm not supposed to say it. Another Pierre Engvall Super Bowl tonight. No, oh, yeah. tr- no trying team, zero the physicality. <laughs> and you see him, he scores that goal off the tic-tac-toe. Big punch in the glass. Sound I'm like, free spit. I'm like, I'm like, maybe just like, maybe just high five back to the bench. I don't really need that one. Anyways, so uh, I hope everyone listening that was enough. Like I, I thought we did pretty well in terms of getting some stuff out of that game. Like I don't <laughs> we know. We had some fun with it. We'll try again tomorrow. You yeah. and Bunk after the game. No, tomorrow? so I'm off tomorrow. Oh. I'm going. I'm going to an annual cottage with a bunch of fellas for Super Bowl for a couple nights, and then. Uh, Bunk is off as well, so you guys are in the very capable hands of Brent Gunning and Justin Cuthbert breaking down yet another electrifying Leafs-Columbus game. So feel the excitement, the anticipation. My palms are sweaty. (laughs) All right. Enjoy your your weekend. Thanks for hanging out with us on Leafs Talk. We'll see you tomorrow.